This week's Corp Ad is brought to you by, you guessed it, The Flock. You're welcome, Obaku. Are you excited about the upcoming exploration features of Eve Echoes? Are you ready to make an eventual move to wormhole space? Are you one of those pilots who just can't wait to be flying in a Servant Sisters of Eve ship, the Astero, or the Stradios, or the Nestor? Then the Flock may be the corporation for you. They are a new Eve Echoes corporation focused on exploration and PvE for mature players. Alson Alphas are okay. Kindness, fellowship, consensus-driven decision-making. No jerks, no attitudes, and no salt. Just fun. To apply, visit the Flock Discord. I'll include that link in the description. And contact Obaku in-game or email evetheflock at gmail.com. Birds of the feather flock together. What's up, everybody? I'm Rambo, and in this episode, I talk about some general game news, and I speak with True Beast. We talk about his alliance and the war in the north. Let's check it out. start things off with a roadmap of April. In the next couple weeks, we shall see compressed ore, as in you can compress it for transport. Also, we have an Easter event coming up called The Hunt. We will get details for that in the next couple days. We'll see a ship tree iteration and corporation auditing as well. However, April is going to bring some updates, but I think May will be even more exciting. The ban notice came out this week. Another 7,900 accounts were banned for various reasons, most of which was, you guessed it, abnormal anomaly behavior. Big news in this last week. Uh, you may have heard that GenFed gained Sov last week. This was due to Oz Corporation leaving GHA with Sov owned in WXTAC6UX where a huge battle was fought for that anchoring. There's no place like home, as now they live in Esoteria under the GenFed Alliance. Dregs stated on Damon Zell's Eve Echoes weekly news update that the decision was sparked by my interview that I had with Mamasaurus Rex. They reached out and aligned and made an agreement. Oz is one of the few corps leaving GHA to join Genesis Federation as of recent. And the GHA election has concluded with HTP Gregory Hurst getting the most votes. This new council is inheriting war efforts and potentially fighting for survival. We'll see how that unfolds in the next week or so. Hello, I'm True Beast from Silent and welcome to Echoes of New Eden. Welcome, True Beast. Welcome to my lair. Uh, welcome to the Echoes of New Eden. Thank you for joining me today. My pleasure, Rambo. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, so let's let, let's give a let's give an intro to the audience. Uh, who are you? Who are you with? And uh, what do you do? 
I'm True Beast. Uh, I run the Silent Federation. You know, we're we're based in the North. Uh, we've got a great group of uh, people that have come together in an awesome community that's been building since the game launched. So tell me a bit of the history of SHH and what they're about. Sure. So Silent originally launched. Uh, Mr. Pay to Win was running our organization um, right from day one. So was one of the first organizations to actually create an alliance infrastructure was one of the first to get an outpost down um and you know we built from you know very early on um you know from a long-term point of view and perspective um, to be around despite the challenges in the game (laughs) that hasn't changed we're pretty focused on long-term sustainability and building the proper infrastructure from the beginning from us it's been a a pvp war focused um, organization that hasn't changed um you know we've constantly have stayed focused um on military strength and power staying ahead of the the meta from a military point of view one of the first organizations with battleships on grid uh when that came out so you know military is important important to us we're probably have one of the largest content creator groups um in the game as well we love content so we're big fans of that um and making sure we support it and definitely just making sure our pilots are having fun and enabling leaders to do what they want to do so if you're a great leader reach out to me you said content creators that's uh that's official eve echoes content creators Yes, yes, official Eve Echoes content creators. Um, I'm one of them, even myself, I'm in the content creator program um, with the Echoes team. So we're closely with Joseph and the devs, and we've got a handful um, of other creators as well in our community that are all official content creators. Now, I've seen a few videos that you've done. Uh, do you mainly just do uh, battle tactics? Um, well, my, my interest is strategy um, at a high level. Um, with this particular game and so i always say i'm like zoomed out a bit um thinking through how the pieces fit together from the entire map um and how different organizations participate in battles so i I do enjoy that a bit more for me most my content i probably say has been live stream oriented just having fun like one-on-ones with other creators or 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 our nemesis people that we're battling like I'll, i'll challenge the leader of a particular organization to a 1v1 that We've got a lot of drama with just because it's fun for the communities or, you know, we used to put these battles together and we had a, we had MC as like the enforcer um, as we would put bets. Like if someone lost, they would have to to do something. Um, funny enough, we, we did that with Chris Wolf from Hawk. Uh, I had a one-on-one with him. Fortunately, I was, I won. Um, and then I got destroyed by a gate gun because we did it in low sec and I never do that in low sec. But uh, we did that and then Hawk had to be on mining Overwatch duty for us for a week. Um, funny enough. So, wow. and Hawk's been, you know, yeah, so like fun little things like that. We we did fun components and so that was that was in game. So because you won, and that was that was part of the deal. Because you won, Honk had to protect your miners for a week. That was the bet. Yes. Wow, that bet. that's funny. So things like that we enjoy doing. Like we've had you know people had to make apology videos and post them you know in the Facebook Echoes group. You know that that was a one on one a one on one I had with Gilligus. Uh, he betrayed us and then he had to apologize to the entire Federation. <laughs> so it's uh, things like that have been cool. And you know we even we actually won the Corp video contest as well. So we took first place and that Echoes. You know if you remember that from a few months ago, mm-hmm. Rambo, uh, we got a bunch of in-game items, skins, custom medals, and things. So. Um, whether or not it's an official program that Echoes runs, we always take those seriously and participate to win, um, or fun casual stuff. So tell us about some SHH achievements. Actually, how big is SHH? Um, 
well, Total Discord's probably approaching about 3,000 members. Mm-hmm. You know how that goes um, with this game. People come and go constantly, so it's pretty frustrating. But um, we've grown as a federation um, and expanded. So it's no longer just your basic alliance structure. You know, I probably have six different silent actual alliances um, that I manage and run, right, due to fitting 30 corps each and all corps and everything within silent. Um, but then we have a bunch of other organizations like Care Bears with Guns, uh, Bot5, which is Requiem, uh, BNI um, on our team as well that's been around a long time, uh, Earth Clan, you know, ECLA, Earth Clan Coalition. Uh, we've got Sky, uh, Red Sky uh, on board as well. Uh, we've got you know what is a uh, old school their their osch these are all just different alliances that all report up under the federation so pretty large um we control declan we control branch we control pure blind um we control fade uh, and we're pushing as we eliminate the bugs firefly from the north into their territory more and more oh and we also we also control veil forgot we did a deal with those guys they've joined the federation as well so yeah. the old veil veil coalition that was uh Actually, in like the last week or so, that was uh, finalized. Yeah, 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 great, great group of people. Fortunately enough, like uh, between them and GenFed, probably some of our longest standing uh, partnerships of people that have just kept their word. It's really hard to find in a space game. I think people really get caught up on the the space tyrant thing and um, being malicious um, or trying to be a little too crafty with kind of backstabbing. But these partners for us, silent, you know, we do what we say we will. We show up. You know, we're pretty straight shooters. We love war. We love fighting. We hold people accountable that break their words. And, um, you know, these two partners have been great. They never have. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty grateful for the partnership. So tell us about this ongoing war. How is SHH involved? Which one are you talking about, Rambo? You talking about well, Firefly? Or are you talking about the business in the South with uh, Void and everybody and Golden Horde? Well, I'm going to say both because I, I, <laughs> I wanted to say this is all one single war. I didn't think that they were two separate wars. I mean, you're, you're, you're not wrong. They, it is one giant war, funny enough. Um, that, that's partial, partially why we pushed on FF as hard as we did, was because we know they would reinforce and support F1 against um, GenFed and uh, help out Golden Horde. So we knew, you know, we're going to push really hard uh, because they're right next to us versus jumping, you know, across the entire game. Like, let's take let's take one of the one of their big allies out of the game. Um, And we've been look, we've been fighting FF for a while, like after we destroyed OBS, after we destroyed VVV um, and other enemies and small groups that were in our airspace, FF was just always a pest. Um, So we had to eliminate them and. You know, we've destroyed probably eight of their structures, um, probably done a couple trillion in damage to them. Um, yeah, game's just no longer fun for those poor, poor guys. <laughs> what, what was one of the last uh, battles that I see? Was it Fireflies posted a Citadel in your territory? They did. They dropped a personal... Um, and actually, I actually like that strategy. I think it's, I think it's smart. I think it's, I think it's smart to drop a personal outpost um, you know, in strategic locations behind enemy lines within their territories for deployment. Uh, it's really, really cool, especially if it's further from a neutral station. And even if, honestly, because it's, it's harder to find. So they did, um, and then we destroyed it. So that obviously had to go. So, But I, I, I like what they were trying to do in principle. It's just you have to be able to protect it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and good luck. So tell us about these uh, battle successes. Doing that in the middle of our territory. I mean, man, I mean, look, it started from, it started back from December, right? Like, so I took over Silent and started running it in December last year um, from pay. 
And it was a big transition period for the community and our organization. Um, you know, like everybody was ganging up against silent. We were public enemy number one. Um, and there had to be a lot of changes culturally with the organization, things that, you know, wouldn't be tolerated. And we got a lot of that cleaned up, got, a, got rid of a lot of bad apples, put new rules in place and um, rebuilt um, a whole new leadership team and structure from the ground floor, to be honest with you, knew everything. Every single position was completely from ground floor redone. And there's not a single person from old leadership left um, in our organization. So rebuilt. Um, and it was Christmas, man. We had a huge fight Christmas Day for one of our main outposts. It was the lab um, that's been around very early since outposts were officially allowed to be dropped. And it's been the longest standing structure in silent. Um, and yeah, a bunch of people showed up to fight us. Uh, and that was the first time that we pushed the meta to go into battleships when people were still showing up, you know, with SFIs and MOAs. And we had 30 battleships <laughs> sitting on grid, plus uh, another couple hundred pilots Christmas Day. Um, and we just destroyed hundreds and hundreds of, you know, you know, people that came from, you know, the, the Northern Coalition and FFA and FF. Um, I think Honk showed up. I mean, you know, OBS showed up. Everybody did. And, and we just pushed the meta immediately because we knew we were outnumbered. Um, and it was just basic math, right? It was basic math of what is a battleship worth if you have the appropriate support fleet versus others. And it was just, we just annihilated and destroyed. And it was a huge way to transition into the new year um, where we just continued to dominate fight after fight structure. We've never lost the structure. You know, we've destroyed every single opponent. Um, and it's funny enough from us when we the number one way we recruit is actually through war um when we destroyed obs and their organizations all their corps actually um, joined us and all their members that's how bad it was for them so it's they got to know us in combat despite losing we're like you know what these these people are actually pretty cool <laughs> we're gonna flip sides and go join them and those are some of my favorite wins man is comes and goes ships kill mills that stuff is all great um but it's actually the people like that's the best kind of loot. Like imagine that man being in a war and then the kill mill is OBS. And then we loot six of their, their orgular corpse. Oh, you'd love to see it. So those are some of my best wins. Yeah. That's, uh, and, and I, I did an interview on, uh, on one of those and that was Morty when he was, uh, leaving. I believe. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I, believe I listened shared to that. that. I listened to that. That's right. I remember that. That was a good one. You did good work there. <laughs> The uh, well, thank you. Uh, so these citadels that FF is it, um, how many have you blown up now? Is it eight plus? Yeah, eight plus. Are these they, got, they, have, they, have one, they have one left? Okay, so they have one left, but are these battles at all very big? Uh, I'd, I'd never really even see any numbers from any of these battles. Are, are they showing up? Are they giving good fights? What, what's the status on how these battles go? They were in the beginning. From the very beginning, we had great fights, um, and they had pretty big fights. Actually, there was one fight where we didn't engage, um, that they mobilized everybody. Like, F1, a bunch of people came, and they had a really, really impressive showing. And I was like, yeah, we're not going to warp into that. Um, it's just too too dangerous. And ever after that one time that they showed up in a really special way, and we didn't take the fight, and we had to wait the following week to just do the whole timer dance again because they fully repped, um, we just broke them down, man. We broke them down because we figured out their timers um, and were strategically, you know, deployed our military and they had overlap on timers. So they, we would just hit all their structures and jump around and deploy different groups. And they wouldn't, they weren't able to mobilize and communicate effectively. So we were just taking out structures 
catching all their battleships warping around with interceptor fleets um, and just, you know, really put them through a lot of pain. Um, and as they started to lose structures, um, they would, you know, obviously the 15% tax, they would have ships that would be in those structures. Pilots got really discouraged. Um, and then just people, you know, started moving out, you know, and it's their leader ended up quitting, um, posted a message. He was really disappointed in their team's um, inability to communicate and use prop mods. Um, and it just broke them, unfortunately, it broke them. And uh, they just, now it's, it's super easy. Now, sometimes you'll see like, you know, flights of, tw- you know, fleets of 20, 30, you know, sometimes they'll get up to like 100, 120, but you know, the, the fights aren't that epic, man. It's really slowed down. So you said their leader quit. Who was that? Was that Cal? No, 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 not Cal. The Cal's FAA, FFA. He's like a, uh, their diplomat, um, their actual leader from the FF side. Okay. Um, I only know it. I only ref- I only know it from the actual his avatar, not not from. Um, I don't speak Mandarin, so I don't know his actual name. I just recognize this when we talk in WeChat. Man. But yeah, they've quit, and that stuff is public. You can take a look at that on Reddit. Like there was all those screenshots publicized, actually. Yeah, I, I see. After these citadels that you guys take down, you always say thanks, Cal, uh, as in Kaurani. Why is that? Yeah, Cal's been incredibly helpful, man. You know, if it wasn't for Cal, we wouldn't be in this war and have this content with FF as much as we focused on them. You know, Cal behind the scenes um, was pretty two-faced towards our organization and our community, um, making promises to us. Uh, early on, he got he got us to stand down um, our, our, our military to save his own structure, our mercs. As well, uh, you know, our war doctrine, as soon as someone in, in, in kind of aggresses our community, Step one is we, we initiate um, a hundred billion Merc contract on that organization immediately. Um, and then step two is we deploy our military team, um, you know, back lines, disrupting their economy, infiltrating them and whatnot. And then step three is our Intel network. And those guys do their thing from an Intel point of view. Um, and he got us to stand down early on um, and made a bunch of promises to us and then mobilized against us uh, right away um, and started helping our enemies OBS and um, doing a lot of just odd behavior. So for us and for my community, um, as I'm sure, you know, um, you know, it's, you know, as much as you can make a decision, you can't really galvanize your troops and your community um, unless they really, really get involved and they want to be a part of something and they, and they, and they want to go kill their enemy. And Cal gave that to us. Cal really galvanized our troops because people saw his behavior and, let our whole community down and betrayed people. So it's not hard to call CTAs and mobilize troops when you've got someone acting in such bad faith that way. So thank you, Cal. Yeah, really appreciate it, FFA. You guys have uh, made my life very easy. So continuing efforts to basically wipe FFA off the board, it seems like. Do they have, I mean, are they basically being exterminated? Correct, yes. Then where are those residual corporations going? Are they getting sucked up into the Veil Coalition? Are they coming into you? Are they deciding to do their own thing? What's going on? No, no. See, we're not going to take them. So these, you know, our normal kind of record and and our process of what we do um, of actually, you know, absorbing corpse isn't going to happen in this situation. Uh, Not the type of groups we want to bring in, Um, but they're running around, man. They're running around down south. And we see reports um, from from F1 and whatnot talking about people are, are posting, hey, we see FF people in our systems and airspace. I get screenshots all the time from comms uh, of people trying to figure out what FF is going to go. 
But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think they'll join someone somewhere, someone in the South. Usually what happens from our war efforts, of course, we don't get. They go join someone in the South. So like VVV, when we evicted them from Fade, um, they end up joining goons down South um, and moved out. Um, and the same thing happened with a group in Pure Blind. So usually that's the way it goes. They go, they head South rather quickly. So let's, let's talk about the South and that shit show that's going on right now. Uh, you, you know, it, it's obvious it's Void went to war with GenFed, and then all of a sudden, all these other parties are getting, you know, thrown in there. And now it's basically Pantheon, GenFed versus Void and GHA, you know, East and West. What, what's your perception of this war down south? It's interesting. I didn't expect um, GenFed to, to go through what they went through, to be honest with you. Uh, they've always been really, really strong. Um, and you know, we value our relationship with mama and their team a lot. Um, so it was disappointing to see like what happened and, um, a lot of the propaganda stuff against them, but they're super resilient. So, you know, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to continue to fight. Uh, they're going to rebuild accordingly. Um, and it's going to be a war of attrition of who's going to outlast who obviously you see what Pantheon's doing, um, goons and whatnot. Um, bananas doing a good job, like absorbing a lot of corpse and they've grown. I think they have almost like what, 46 structures, the most in the game. Um, they've gotten pretty enormous, um, and pretty big. So it's going to be interesting to see how this goes, especially with golden horde fracturing. Um, you know, I know that the votes going on and, um, there's like three people with, around 20 votes each like similar vote structure and ed's uh, wasn't on that list uh evil darkness so you know i, I don't know what's going to happen with golden horde i think this week will be a telling week of corpse leaving um and fracturing that which to me in my mind right like how i like to play the game is essentially takes that chess piece off the table um and then it's going to be interesting to see how that transition plays out and if that really tips the scale um which you know i mean Look what Pantheon was able to do um, to Golden Horde, right? Like, they're the ones that really, really, really put a, a lot of heat on them after all the mercs that have been doing, you know, I would say, I would say, honestly, billions at this point to Golden Horde. So Golden Horde, ever since Evil Darkness made that decision to to um, uh, become the PR team of the botting organizations to help them and write their press releases and leave the coalition with us and GenFed, it's really turned downhill for golden horde so you know i I think it's going to be interesting we'll see what happens here i think this is going to be a big week for gha that chess piece leaves the board pantheon is able to focus up with GenFed on f1 and and void and the remaining teams and see how that goes um and golden horde's also funding the mercs that are against pantheon right now so if golden horde folds who's going to fund the mercs so that will that will make pantheon's life easier as well so it'll be interesting um it'll be interesting to see how things play out yeah, for sure. The I, I believe that election they had a rough estimate. Uh, I I don't know if it's set in stone of whom uh, got elected. Uh, like I said, I don't know if that's uh, exact set in stone. We'll probably find out. Uh, this is being recorded on Sunday. We'll probably find out sometime Monday. So yeah, if, I think and it's Tuesday think- at the latest. Yeah, I mean, from what I remember, you have fifty participants. You had HTP Gregory ninety seven Hurst with twenty eight votes. You had 404 Angus with 26 and Gone QB at 24, and then Red One Shack at 21. Um, so, I mean, at this way, Gregory Hirsch from HTP was in the lead, um, but we'll see. 
Yeah, and for the record, too, I've been trying to get a hold of Evil Darkness to do uh, an interview for probably about two weeks now, and um, he has yet to do that with me. So I'm working on it uh, to the to the, to the the audience. I'm working on trying to talk with GHA as to what the hell is going on nowadays. Hey, you heard the man himself. <laughs> so, and, and actually, let's, let's talk about uh, attrition in this case. Do you think this war is good for the player base? It is, um, to be honest, because people are, are, are getting blapped and quitting the game. Like, um, it's, it's really affecting people's playing experience, um, these wars. And, and, that's, and that's why I think the responsibility of leaders is so important, um, because you have to be careful um, getting your, your, letting your mouth get you in a situation that your community is going to pay for. And that's why I always told Evil Darkness. I was like, look, man. You're making a decision and you're doing deals because you want to. Um, and, and look, Golden Horde, you got jacked. You know, you lost your leader. Um, you know, he left and then you got robbed and you were trying to survive and you made a choice to just flip on your friends because to go with new friends. But grass wasn't always greener. And you got yourself into a ton of war wars and, and you betrayed people um, and your community suffers from it. And that sucks. And people, I really think, quit the game from these type of actions. So I've always been pretty careful about that. And that's why I made that comment earlier about thanking Cal, because it's, you want your community to be on board um, with things. And it's, you know, people talk about dictatorships or type of structures, democracies and whatnot. Like, look, at the end of the day, regardless of your structure, pilots have a choice. People vote with their feet. Matani, he's one of the people on our team. And that's one of the things that he's taught me early on about Eve was, um, you know, look, man, um, people choose and they vote very quickly based on if they stay and if they stay in your organization, they stay in your airspace and systems. And that's the first time they vote unofficially because everybody has a choice of where they, their where they go. Um, that's That's real. And that's super true. So it's like, you know what, you know, I, I think you leaders got to be careful. Can't let their egos get involved, but people need content, you know, and, and wars, you know, like, look, we're talking about it. It gives the content creators, it drives YouTube, it drives Reddit which the propaganda is about it. It drives discord communication. So people need content and it's a sandbox game. And that content comes from the community. It comes from creators like yourself that putting in their hard work, hard earned time, not getting paid, really not monetizing their content because the game's so small from a viewership point of view and they're just doing it from passion. Um, and that's the game. So I don't know, man, it's an interesting thing. That's all connected. It's all weaved together. So with the recent uh, battles going on, uh, who do you think is winning? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know actually about the South. I think uh, it's hard to it's hard to not say that Pantheon's winning. Um, you know, I know that they had a battle um, like yesterday or two days ago, um, and they didn't lose their structure. It was a whole timer, um, and they mobilized, and I think they were able to defend it successfully. So that's a pretty telltale sign, you know, a structure, the structure count and the heat map and the, the losses and wins says a lot about a team's ability to strategically fight and mobilize their armies. Um, and otherwise, the structures really have very little value other than being a symbol. And to me, they're symbols. So Pantheon 46 barely losing, you know. Golden Horde getting blapped, FF getting blapped. You know, we'll see how it goes for F1. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, they'll be next on the list probably after Golden Horde. Yeah, we'll see how that turns out. And actually, that battle I think you're referring to is a battle of UL in Geminate. 
um, an IOP station, which uh, Evil Darkness is the uh, leader of. So yeah, I, I think that's the battle that you're talking about if they were able to defend that whole timer. So, Well, it's... Well, no, 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 no. It was it was a banana timer. Oh, so banana. Okay, so there was a, there was a, there was a structure that banana asked us to come down and participate. Oh, so this uh, was a Pantheon defense uh, CTA then. Correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's my main point. Is trying you have, to answer your question. It's evaluating a team's ability to defend and take structures is really the only you know key metric that I have to answer your question based on who's winning or losing. Yeah, interesting. There's just so many battles going on, and it's hard to keep up with them all, it seems. <laughs> yeah, shoot, exactly, man. For real, you're right. So you, you talked about Reddit and propaganda. Uh, what, what's your take on all the stuff that's going on on Reddit? I see these uh, letters to Pantheon, letters to GHA, uh, thank you notes, uh, You know, people trying to stir the pot, if you will. What, what's your perception on that? It's a sandbox game, man, and we all live for the salt. That salt is a big part of it, right? Like everybody, as soon as you get a kill, you know everybody's running to to Reddit to screenshot and drop that kill mail. Um, you know, there's no public kill boards, and there's none of that in the game. Um, so there's no sites because due to the lack of API access. So we're relying on on that. Um, <laughs> and you, you work so hard. So part of the fun is like just getting out there, and I think getting recognition from the community and having that. Co- conversation so i mean we're all salty i all want the salt man so it's just a part of this game yeah and i'm uh, learning that more and more by the day <laughs> it's it's just crazy over there uh I, i'm not on there too much uh i i do get some of the bigger stories and kind of the context behind some of the stuff that's going on but uh oh here here we go i'll, I'll ask you the hard question should pineapple go on pizza absolutely Come on, man. It's not even a question. I'm a big, I'm a big ham and pineapple fan. Come on. I'm from, Cal- I'm from California, man. I thought that's funny uh, how that became uh, such a thing, even though it really doesn't have anything to do with echoes. Yeah, and that, and that's the kind of fun stuff that's cool about the community is that there, you know, we have these little jokes and things that people appreciate. It reminds me of Honk's uh, propaganda post about quitting to do, to play Raid Shadow Legends. Like, I I love that kind of stuff. I think it's all fun. I think if we cannot take ourselves too seriously all the time, that's important. It starts to get pretty cringe with me when people really start to take a lot of this little too serious 24-7. When that's all you have and it's just screaming back in the vote, people love voting, downvoting, burgergating their posts, blasting, you know, kill mills. It gets old, right? Like you run out of content pretty quickly. Um and that's a part of the problem with the game. So it's, you know, when you have some fun stuff like this that can like give us a little distraction for a moment, I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah, give us some fun. Uh, don't bore me with these text walls <laughs> where I have to read for literally fifteen minutes just to figure out what's going on. <laughs> so that that's that's one thing that kills me. Yeah, I understand. So we've uh, we basically talked about everything I wanted to talk about. Do you have any any other situations or things going on no look i think we've yapped yapped long enough this is a long one for the audience if anybody made it to the end here thanks for sticking around um look if you're interested in playing the game long term and you're a great leader or you're a hard worker we're looking for you um so please you know message me true beast you can find me in discord whatnot you can join our discord it's discord.gg backslash silent 
so you can jump on and, and get connected. You know, we're looking for great leaders. I, I can't tell you how important that is to me. Just people that show up and do the work every day to build a better experience for our community. And Rambo, thanks for doing what you do, making content. Um, I love content. This game makes it makes the game more enjoyable for me. Um, so thanks to you and thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks, True Beast. And I wish the best for you. And I hope to see you around. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Well, that's it for this week. If you like the show, please leave a good review in Apple Podcast. I would very much appreciate that. If you would like to reach out to me to submit a corp ad or be a guest on the show, please join my Discord and drop an ad or just say hey. And I don't charge anything for the ads. I'll leave my Discord link in the description. And if you want even more Eve Echoes news and a deeper dive into New Eden, check out Damon Zell at the Echoes from the Front YouTube channel where he walks through game changes, soft maps, talks about battles. He, he goes all out over there. He does a great job. So thanks everybody. Thanks for listening and take care and I'll get you next week. Fly safe.